following is a presentation of Financial Crisis Recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Cover Your Assets. Coming to you from my beautiful office in downtown Los Angeles. No, not really, but hey, if you want to think about it that way, I'll enjoy that. Hey, today's show is about a topic that I think is particularly germane to the times that we find ourselves in. And that is asset protection. Uh, There are going to be a lot of people who are going to be in trouble if they are not already uh, as time goes along. And, And I say that because I am helping them right now as we speak. And uh, it's, it's, it's um, heart wrenching, uh, to be fair with you. Um, all day, every day, my days are occupied in my time uh, with f- billable phone calls to business owners, wherein I am answering questions and helping them make decisions about who to keep and who not to keep, um, who to pay and who not to pay. Um, what loans should I take? What can they do to me if, uh, if I don't pay or if I can't pay in the future? Uh, these are uh, critical times for a lot of businesses. Now, ironically, hey, some businesses are utterly thriving in this environment. Uh, but there are many that are not. And with the changes that are happening as we speak, which I don't know, maybe long lasting, uh, there's going to be displacement. New businesses will come into the fold and, uh, offer, uh, opportunity. But through that process, there's going to be businesses that are going to fail and there's going to be a lot of pain through that, uh, so-called displacement. Certainly businesses like the restaurant industry and, uh, any, any place like gyms or places where there's gatherings. I mean, let's be fair. If you know the margins in the, in the restaurant business, and you know the leases that these people are involved in, that being commercial leases, which are generally five to seven years. Uh, you can take the footprint that these folks are leasing, and as I understand, the new uh, the new maximum uh, limits are going to be approximately twenty five percent of the patrons that they previously were licensed for in in the past. Well, look, you can just consider. of that maximum capacity. And the truth be told, they can't charge enough money, uh, at least not that you and I would pay for that, for that product, uh, and be busy 12 hours a day straight and they still can't make the business work. So it's obvious that many Uh, if not most, are going to go out of business in the restaurant industry. So, I mean, it's coming. And uh, so for many of you, uh, you you maybe believe that uh, if you just, you know, make good decisions, you're okay. So uh, 
many people go out of business because they rent and the location that their business operates from, they will be responsible. I guess I should bring this in. They will be responsible for the balance of their leases, not to mention obviously their, their outstanding loans and other obligations. But if you've got, you know, I've got a, a client right now who has a, a lease that was a seven year lease. They are exactly one year and two months into that lease. And they are going to owe the balance of that lease. And that lease is about $20,000 a month. So no matter what happens, you take $20,000 times over 72 months, six, six years or, or about that anyway, close to it. And you understand what I'm talking about here. And I don't care who you are personally. That, that's, that, that's a serious, serious blow. Uh, I'll I'll tell you that we are that that being I and and our company are asset protection experts. I uh, have been involved in helping people through crises like this since the farm crisis of the mid 1980s. Matter of fact, it's surprising to me the number of law firms and CPA firms around the state who know. Uh, me and know what I've done for people in the past, frankly, going to battle with financial institutions to try to preserve and protect as many assets as we can for our clients. So once they get through this process, they still have something left, what I like to call dry powder, to be able to move forward and begin again. Uh, because, hey, man, I, I guess I, I hear on the radio and TV that you can do things with no money down. But the truth of the matter is it's always a heck of a lot easier when you have something to work with, even if you have uh, tremendous insight, having been in an industry and, and now maybe doing it even better with that new newfound knowledge. Uh, that is leverage, knowing those things, but having a little money, having having some assets left over after you go through a financial storm such as that certainly makes it a whole lot easier to begin anew on the other side. So, you know, we've been doing this a long time. And ironically, a lot of people immediately when they have challenges will will assume that the best place to go is to a law firm uh who will help them through this process now don't get me wrong i work with great law firms um uh daniels and keyboard a lot of the, the large ones around town you hear daniels uh, uh, uh advertising on my show um, and Jesse Keyboard is a fabulous, fabulous litigation attorney. That means he is a litigator. He goes to battle in court with, with, uh, with creditors or people on your behalf. Uh, maybe somebody who's just suing you for a frivolous lawsuit, God forbid, or something like that. But here's the thing that you don't know. If you lose, they're going to try to seize or, or take control of your assets or they're going to ha- win an award. And when they do, the way that you look financially on paper and what is in your name and what is not becomes incredibly important at that point. Now, I have been negotiating for years, and one thing you should know about this is that when you go to see an attorney, I made the point that you may not want to go and see an attorney first and or... Uh, you may want to uh, come see us first. <laughs> or maybe your attorney, having gone to see them for an initial consultation, sends you to us. And that happens all the time. You know, we're, people walk in the door and they're perplexed. I, no offense, uh, but why would I go see an, a non-attorney after seeing an attorney? Well, there's uh, the Uniform Fraudulent Conveyances Act says that 
when you are in a, a financially distressed situation, you cannot convey assets uh, to avoid paying creditors. And of course, this is what people go to see an attorney for. They think that's the very thing they're going to help them with. Well, listen to this. No attorney who is engaged in such an activity can help you, advise you how to hinder, delay, or defraud the payment of a creditor. Now, even in bankruptcy, there's certainly a degree of bankruptcy uh, preparation and planning, but where legitimate, simple planning uh, ends and where moving and advising to transfer or convey assets to avoid paying creditors, hinder, delay, defraud begins, well, that's a gray area. And if an attorney is smart, they don't want to go anywhere near that line. And I mean, they don't want to go anywhere near it. And if they do, truth of the matter is, it probably means that they haven't been slapped yet. Because if they've been sued for this before, and they've been sanctioned, or 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 potentially were were th- their license to practice was threatened, let me guarantee you they'll never do it again. And so you need to be aware that although when you meet with an attorney, you do have the privilege, and preserving the privilege wherein you talk to your attorney and they cannot be forced to testify against you about the conversations and the communications that you've had, that's absolutely true. But there are protocols, professional protocols within the profession, and they inhibit the ability for any attorney to, number one, present uh, a situation where, as an example, they would would, uh, present you as not guilty when, in fact, they know or should have known that you were guilty. And so, yes, you can talk to them about anything, but the idea that you can do anything with them, that's not accurate at all. And so in many cases, the law firm will send that person to me before they ever take, you know, before they even take on the case. And why is that? Well, because I'm not an attorney. And because I am one of the very few people who knows all about how these things work, having 30 years of experience doing it, I help position that person and do things that the attorney cannot. So when I send you back to that attorney, you now are positioned properly and give them all the ammunition they need to negotiate and to fight on your behalf. Now, this whole fact is just lost on people completely. Uh, The other issue is that if you go to see a bankruptcy attorney first, one of the challenges that you have, if you do wind up, in bankruptcy, and I know for most of you, you shudder just the thought, but if you do, there's a question on the questionnaire when you file, which is when was the first time you met with an attorney regarding bankruptcy? Well, let me just tell you this. If you went to meet with an attorney and a year before, and then you moved all kinds of assets over the course of that year. Well, when you fill out the form to file, it asks that question. And if it becomes obvious that all of the assets that you had a year prior now have all been moved or sold out of your name, let me just guarantee you, they're going to be looking at you through a microscope and they're going to question every action that you made as a result. So it is never really in your best interest to go and see a bankruptcy attorney until you are well positioned. Of course, the problem is most of you don't have have a clue what that even means what what do i lose what do i keep and those and, and things such as that so this is really at the heart of asset protection and uh 
you know, many asset protection attorneys don't, you know, have never had anything to do with bankruptcy. Or if you have elder law or estate planning attorneys, they oftentimes don't concern themselves whatever with judgment creditors, creditors who may sue you or even predatory lawsuits where someone else is suing you. Because know this. There are two types of trusts. Well, forgive me. There's many, 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 many different types of trusts, but they essentially come down in two categories. One is revocable and one is irrevocable. Revocable simply means that you have the ability to control that trust. And that means because you're in control, if you have someone who sues you, wins an award, and they pursue you all of the assets because it is you are able to control them it is revocable are attachable by that creditor if it's irrevocable you lose control of those assets and now consequently they are not attachable by creditors at least for a period after a period of time so very important to understand the difference. Well, look, for most estate planning attorneys, people think that, that estate planning and asset protection are part and parcel. They are not part and parcel most of the time. And ironically, over the years, having worked with people who have told me, well, we don't have to worry, I have a trust, <laughs> only to find out that it offers no protection at all, that being the type of trust that they have, a revocable living trust or a transfer upon death trust. Uh, they, they don't know that. And the attorney looks like a deer in the headlights because what they were simply trying to do was to avoid probate, to, uh, to put the assets in the trust for the spend down five years prior to nursing home care, minimize tax liability. But the idea of protecting assets from creditors or predatory lawsuits, hey, that didn't even enter into it. So, you know, these are things that you, most people don't know. And even some of the people whom you might expect to know don't know. So, you know, you need to be aware of that. Um, and again, I'll say many people go out of business and the rent on the location their business operates from, they will be responsible for the balance of their lease. And that means that for many of them, they're going to either wind up doing one of three things that I always like to say. Either one, pay all the money, which most likely is going to come from what the little bit of business assets is worth. And by the way, you liquidate a business, you liquidate a restaurant, you liquidate the inventory of a business. I don't care what it is. The value of that inventory or the value of those assets in a perfect world, sure, they're worth this much. But see, we're not talking about a perfect world. We're talking about a fire sale, pawn shop numbers. That's what your stuff is worth when you have to sell it. Well, guess what? That's not going to pay your creditors. That's not going to pay the balance of a five or a seven year lease. And where are they going to go for from there? They're going to go to your personal assets. And you say, well, you know, it's a business. I'll, I'll just file business bankruptcy. Well, I want you to know something. For most people, business bankruptcy is not going to help them at all because for almost all of these, and I'm not going to say all of them, but many, many, many of them, you will have personal guarantees. When you sign on behalf of the business to get that loan and you accept the fact that they are collateralizing the business and all its assets, at the bottom of that signatory page, it may very well say another signature on behalf of self. And you know what that means? 
That means you personally, your personal assets are subject to pay if they can't get them out of the business. And most often, your business assets in a fire sale are not going to be worth near the balance of your lease, much less your outstanding loans. And here we go. So there's nothing unique about this. I've been helping people like this for 30 years. It is not my primary business. But I have kind of become the guy that people know on the down low of who you talk to about this and who and attorneys send me people, CPA send me people on a regular basis to help folks preserve what they have, minimize the damage so that they can move on once the problem or the crisis is over. So obviously, the main point is for many of you, um, you don't want to start worrying about protecting things or, or all this after something's gone wrong. Asset protection should be a consideration in everything you do. And of course, <laughs> of everything you sign. Uh, so let's begin uh, by talking about the basics and then we'll talk a little bit more about what you need to know if you could be or if, if, if there are challenges on the horizon. Uh, first, know this. And this is always the challenge with people because when things scare them, when they're uncomfortable, they push threatening things out of their mind and away because they just don't want to think about them for fear that what? If you think about them, it'll happen. So I'd just rather not think about it at all. <laughs> so many people believe that if they're careful and they're smart, nothing's ever going to go wrong. And I, I'm just going to tell you, there's just way too many things that can happen beyond your control that are going to happen. Now, there is a reason that my grandfather uh, on the farm from Crookston, Minnesota, and by the way, I grew up on, on that very farm, uh, never wanted to let anyone know what he had or much less where he had it or where his assets were. And there's a, there's a lot of people from that era who thought that way, didn't want anybody to know. Now, in the city, that whole point is lost because everybody's trying to wear things on their sleeve to pr try to prove to people how well they're doing, the nice house, the nice car. You know, I always make jokes when people get a new car, the garage door just happens to be open a lot more than it used to be. But the reality is that for most people, they want to tell everybody it's a mistake. We're going to take a break here. And we will be back talking about asset protection, the things that you need to know to prepare in advance. And if you haven't prepared in advance, and if you're already looking at the potential for something like this to happen, or God forbid you've already been served with a lawsuit, you're really going to want to hear what I have to say. And you're probably going to want to write down my phone number. <laughs> so we will be right back. Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Commercial real estate. If you're looking to lease, purchase, or sell commercial real estate, working with the right team is everything. Metro East Commercial Real Estate is the name to know. John and Ann Whitcomb, along with their team, have over 35 years' experience. They have the knowledge and skill to represent and guide you every step of the way. 
Whether you're a seasoned professional real estate investor, a business owner, or possibly would just like to learn and gain knowledge to get involved in commercial real estate investing, Metro East Commercial Real Estate should be your first call. You can find them on the web by going to metroeastcre.com, that's M-E-T-R-O-E-A-S-T-C-R-E.com, or by calling them at 651-351-5005. Again, that number, 651-351-5005. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second-generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the wow experience. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate, 877-SMA-TODAY, or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. 
You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Gentleman texted me over the break, and he says, do you mean that if even if my business goes out of business, I have to pay all the payments on my lease, he says? <laughs> Answer, yes, and they are going to come after you. <laughs> you are going to be sued. Yes, yes, if you go out of business, yes, your business still needs to make those payments. Well, let's be real. We have a tsunami of people who are business owners who are going to be in this situation. There's no question about it. And so, yeah, and that's, you know, that's only one of the things. So, you know, um, so the question is, you know, why, why? Maybe you're questioning, you know, because I'm going to say it again. In the city, yeah, everybody wants to show you what they have because, you know, they're all competing to see, you know, who's got more stuff and who does better. Well, look, say in a small town on the farm, there are some very, very, very wealthy farmers, whether you know it or not. They own land as far as the eye can see, and uh, they own it. They own it. And so they don't want anybody to know what they have. They're all on the down low. And, and why is that? Well, let's just look at the census, which says that the top three reasons or ways, rather, that people believe they're going to get rich, get money. Listen to this. It's going to blow your mind. Number one, they're going to inherit money. Number two, they're going to win the lottery. <laughs> People are so delusional. And number three, they're going to win a lawsuit. Just listen to that. Top three ways. It's one of the top three. Now, I'm going to say this. You already know people who make money on a regular basis by suing people. Every so often, they're suing somebody for something. It literally is the way that they get money. Some of you listening to this are those people, by the way. You know, you know the types of people who go to a restaurant and about every third time they go, they bitch and complain about what happened, what they got, so that they get their meal paid for for free. Well, that's not suing anybody, but it's an instance of, of the way people do it. And it just becomes a thing. It's just something they do. And so... The minute that you are succeeding to any degree, or at least even perceptively, know this, folks, you got a bullseye on your forehead for all the people who have less and want to sue you, and that's how they're going to get their stuff. So instead of hoping and assuming <laughs> that nothing will ever happen or go wrong, business failure, partnership dispute, job loss, illness, uh predatory lawsuit just like i described or even a bank calls a note to because the bank has got its own financial challenges and the examiner in the banking office wants them to call the notes and it has nothing to do with you you have made it missed a payment the bank says yeah we're calling our note due which by the way every bank has the right to call their notes uh not respective of the bank situation for any material change in your financial life so look, you're you're getting divorced and the fact that you and your spouse are 50-50 partners and they know you're going to be fighting because it's a marital asset, that being the business, they don't want any part of it and they'll call your note on that. I've seen a bank call a note when I had a client who had terminal cancer. They called the note. They said, why wait until after the guy dies? Let's do it right now. 
And all of a sudden, something that was well beyond your control, never missed a payment, and now you have to come up with this money. Well, what if that money is in a building? What what if you've got a three or five million dollar loan on a building that's worth, you know, uh, six million dollars? You've got a million dollars in net worth in equity in that property. However, you have to sell that building in the next three to six months. Well, what's the likelihood you're going to get full market dollar when everybody knows it's a fire sale? What's the likelihood that that six million dollar building formally is now worth three to four million dollars and your equity position not only just evaporated into zero you know your retirement but in addition to that now you owe one or two million dollars have i seen these things happen time and time again yes i have and so the silly notion that if you're just really careful and really smart and say all your prayers, it's all going to work out and nothing will ever go wrong. It's just ludicrous. But, you know, you'll be smug if nothing ever happens in the thought that you just made all the right moves. And I'm not saying that making all the right moves isn't a good thing or being very intentional and intelligent about what you do. I'm not saying that. Because obviously you do do those things. Because obviously you can avoid a lot of problems by making good and intelligent decisions. However, sometimes things can happen not respective of your opinion. So the point, the whole point about my grandfather was this, was this. If something like that happens, or better yet, when something like that happens. So instead of assuming that it won't happen, instead assume that it is going to happen. It's not even a question of of not happening it's more rather a question of simply when it's going to happen and so if you do that and people assume people because you wear it on your sleeve that you've got a lot of money and a lot of assets what is the likelihood that a lawsuit's going to take place high but what if they don't think you have much what if you've you've stayed on the down low your whole life is it possible that there'll never be a lawsuit in the first place yes that was the point that was the point now, is that going to protect you? Nah, I mean, it, it can, it can. Uh, but is it, how hard is it in today's transparent world to do an asset search and find things? Not that tough. But you don't go around boasting about all your stuff because you just literally open yourself up for, at the very least, predatory lawsuits where people like to stand in the middle of the road like a human cone hoping that you hit them so now they can win money. I don't know if you ever watched that movie uh, Office where the guy gets T-boned and he's in a body cast and everybody comes to his his party because he didn't die and he says he says to everybody, maybe someday you can be lucky like me. <laughs> Obviously, big lawsuit going on. He's going to be rich, and thank God somebody hit him. I mean, seriously, is this how people are? Yes, it is. So you should assume that it's going to happen. And hey, nothing goes wrong until it does, right? So let's begin with Asset Protection 101. First and foremost, avoid business partnerships. Um, you know, and I should have also uh, led to the point that um, something something doesn't go wrong. You just lose your job. You're not a business owner. You're an employee, and you just lose your job. That's you know that's might be beyond your control, and that might put you in in this compromised position. But don't uh, avoid partnerships, strategic alliances, but partnerships. Ugh. Avoid co-signing loans. Yeah, you know, you mean I, I mean like when you're married, right? Avoid co-signing loans. Always remember something. The co-signer, they are the signer. I learned that a long time ago. When I was young and I tried to buy my first house, I couldn't qualify and they asked if I had a co-signer. And uh, I realized immediately that after talking to the banker, 
they I wasn't even really a part of the equation. If I had a cosigner, my name and my credit went along for the ride. But the reality is it wasn't me and the cosigner qualifying for the loan. It was the cosigner had to be able to qualify all by themselves without me. Otherwise, it wasn't going to happen because my situation was irrelevant. And it wasn't because it was me. It's because that's always how it works. The cosigner is the borrower in that situation. Just know that. So, you know, and, and remember also that all of those types of loans are joint and several. That means any person, you could have five people on the loan and any one of them, you know, if there's two people, everybody thinks, well, it's 50 50. No, it's not 50 50. Joint and several liability simply means that any one person can be held 100% liable for all the debt jointly or several of uh, uh severally uh sorry my, my, i'm not not working here but anyway jointly and severally so anyway so you want to make sure uh that you don't do those things if it's at all possible um you really really try to stay off of that couples and that means couples of business partnerships, obviously, but certainly for couples, married couples, domestic partners, things like that, should never commingle credit, banking, finances, and taxes. And I should make another point that I always like to jokingly say, partnerships never last, and those that do are on borrowed time. Oh, we're in a partnership. We've been in a partnership for 10 years. Oh, we've been in a partnership for 20 years. Let me just tell you. I don't care how long you've been in one that's been successful. I'll always just say it's on borrowed time because nothing goes wrong until it does. And it is ripe for something going wrong. I know people who've been married for 30 years and get divorced. I know that too, huh? And if married partnerships ha have a 50-50 shot of making it work, what do you think business partnerships have as a statistical uh, survival rate? So I don't want to commingle my credit that means i'm not going to be a cosigner on anybody's credit cards not my spouse not anybody well you ever notice when you call a credit card customer service they ask you is there anybody you'd like to add to your credit uh for convenience do you understand that they just became liable for that debt uh i love listening to the other talking heads, Susie Orman, Dave Ramsey, Gene Chatsky on today's show, and all these people who talk about this and say, well, you, you want to be an, a, 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 an account user, just not an account signer. Well, look, every state has its own laws, doesn't it? But let me just tell you, in our state, it doesn't work that way. If you sign and make point-of-sale purchases, you are liable. As a matter of fact, Legally and technically, we can take it farther in saying that if you benefit from the goods and services, you can be held financially liable. So you better be very careful in what you sign. And that means that don't make each other uh, signers or users of each other's credit cards. Stay away from that. Banking. Don't have joint bank accounts. Have separate bank accounts so that at any time, one person can choose to use their income and their credit exclusively to get a loan without having the other person's finances all stuck together. Because look, at the end of the day, every financial institution wants to have more cosigners. Is it not obvious why? The more cosigners, the more people they can pursue. One person files bankruptcy, they got other people to go after for the money. Isn't that simple? So... You know, every time you you sign, and people have this notion: if you're married, your credit is commingled. 
or you have to. That's not true at all. That's absolutely not true. Now you may hear that the well that 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 um, that we we have to have both people sign, huh? That's not a state law though, right? Well, yeah, but it's bank policy. Okay, let's get a new bank. All right. So the problem is when you bank together. You have no choice but to go and show your one year's bank statements or two years bank statements or business P&L and, dis- and display all of that other person's stuff. I don't want to do that. Now, if I choose to, I can always take two separate uh, bank statements for the last year or two and I can bring them to bear and use both people should I choose to do that. But I want the opportunity to pick and choose. So I always want to be separate. All right. Uh, finances. Um, the way that you pay things to, again, to keep things separate and keep people's names off of them. I don't want two people's names on things if I can have, if I can help it because now they have a way to find other people. And look, creditors aren't stupid. They know that even if somebody's name isn't on there, if they can put enough pressure on a person, they're talking to their significant other or their partner who will pony up the money. And they know that. So they'll put undue pressure on that person, enormous pressure on that person, knowing that that other person has got deep pockets. So taxes. I don't ever want to be able want to want to have my taxes together. If you're married, you file separately. And you may say, well, Todd, if I file separately, I'm going to have to pay more in taxes. There's something called a marry, a, a marriage penalty. <laughs> can you imagine? You would potentially, you can potentially be in a higher tax bracket based on the same income if you're married than if you're single. Wow. Household income, the same as, as two people separate, and you can pay more money in taxes because you're married versus when you're not. Yeah, that, that's true. So you might say, but 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 you don't understand my situation, Todd. We we have a three thousand dollar benefit every year that we get as a refund. And I talk to my tax person, and if if we file separately, we will actually have to we'll lose that three thousand dollar refund, and we may actually wind up owing something in. And I say, okay, so three thousand bucks divided by twelve, it's two hundred fifty bucks a month. So you're gonna pay two hundred fifty dollars a month to have the insurance to be able to convey yourself separately. Now, if you say, hey, I understand everything you're saying, Todd, but you know what? For me, it's not worth it. Fair enough. But at least you know, right? At least you made an intelligent decision. Most people don't even know. So I don't want to commingle credit, banking, finances, or taxes. And let me take it a step further and say this. Look, if I'm separate, and my spouse or my partner or whomever isn't on my stuff, my significant other, my life partner, guess what? One person can file bankruptcy, and the other person is preserved and not touched. See, I know I keep going to bankruptcy, and you're freaking out over that, but you need to understand something. You always go to the worst-case scenario and consider what do you lose and what do you keep. You always do that. And so if it goes to the worst-case scenario, God forbid, then I know that one person will only be beaten up and the other person can be the rock that you stand on. Moreover, if you're a small business, remember, you can simply convey the income of the business that was previously going to the individual who who was in the compromised financial position, having filed bankruptcy, credit sucks, can't get loans. Now we simply direct the income to the person who has the good credit. Now we've got the income. Now we've got the credit. And we don't miss a beat. We keep right on going. 
See, but nobody worries about this until after something happens. You have to position in advance if you can. Now, do I know how to help people after they're already in it? Of course. But is it a heck of a lot harder? You better believe it is. You want to make these moves long before you're in that position. Also, too, I should say, all officers of a corporation, you know, so you're, you're, you're a 10% owner of an S-corp. Or you're just simply an officer of that corporation and, and you're, 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 you're helping make decisions. All officers of a corporation can potentially be joint and several, several of a, uh, I can't, severably liable. <laughs> there we go. For any of the corporation's debts and that includes taxes. Wait a minute. I'm just a, I'm just a VP. I'm just an officer. I, I'm, 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 uh, I don't, I don't have any ownership in the business other than my stock. You can be held 100% liable for the debts of that corporation. Wow. Yes. And you mean if they go out of business and they owe taxes that they don't pay, they can come after me for that too. That is correct. Let's take another break. We'll be right back talking about asset protection. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects, such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a timely manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a completely of services we provide, please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612-423-3059. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com. The Lone Ranger and Tonto. Yes. Laurel and Hardy. Oh, yes. Butch and Sundance. That's right. Turner and Hooch. Okay. Tango and Cash. Uh, all right. Starsky and Hutch. Uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Okay. Batman and Robin. Thank you. Got the idea. It's that every superhero needs a sidekick. That's why when Jason Walgrave needs help for his customers, he calls on Mike Overson at Leader One Financial. Find out how to get started on making your plan today at ApplyWithMike.com. He's super. Laverne and Shirley. Exactly. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. 
As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker. 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate 877-SMA-TODAY or go online to sma2day.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. Sounds kind of uh, indicative of the show, huh? Cover Your Assets, Asset Protection. Yeah, man. All right. So uh, next thing is you want to, you, you always want to avoid personal guarantees. Now, guarantee simply means the guarantee, the guarantor of the repayment of debt. So when you sign a note, a note is the financial obligation. That's a promissory note. You're signing to agree that you are going to pay it. Now, if it's a personal guarantee, that means that all that you and all of your assets are, are agreeing that you will give everything you have, personal assets, in the guarantee of the repayment of that debt. So if you can avoid, uh, you know, per- personal guarantees, obviously you're going to do that. So when I say that, that means that when you sign uh, business finance obligations, the notes, the loans, sign uh, as as or on behalf of the company your position. So as the CEO, as the president, as the as the treasurer, as the whatever, always sign. Every piece of correspondence, not just loans, but every piece of correspondence as your position within the company. So you're not talking to them as you. You're talking to them on behalf of the company, i.e. your position. Also be advised, you business owners, that most of these loans, business loans, are renewed every one, three, five years. And that means that upon renewal, you'll be expected to resign. Well, let me just tell you, most banks... 
because they know you're so thrifty. God forbid you would never hire an attorney to look at the contractual agreements you're signing. Or or maybe if you did, you were pissed off because you know what? The last time you paid an attorney 3000 5000 or maybe to pay that Todd Rooker guy to look at the contractual agreement and they charge you, you know, three grand. And so, by God, you're not going to waste the money this time. Well, little do you know that the bank snuck in other assets and other guarantees that you just signed. And you just commit. I have so many people who tell me I didn't sign any personal guarantees, blah, blah, blah. And then I look at the first, the first loan or the, the, the initial signatories on the loan. And they're right. They didn't do it. It was a non-recourse loan. However, however, upon the next two or three renewals, it now is on behalf of self, which means now they just signed a personal guarantee. And yes, they're being sued for the money. And now they're coming after the personal assets. So why is that so important? It's important because so many people have the mistaken belief that their business can file bankruptcy and it won't affect them. It's not true. When there's a personal guarantee, your business files bankruptcy, but they're coming after you through the business and going right to your personal assets. So in that instance, frankly, filing per business bankruptcy does you absolutely no good. Now, don't get me wrong. There's big companies that file bankruptcy and very possibly nobody other than the company itself because it has assets that can be collateralized and have significant value. It's a going concern. That company was able to sign a non-recourse loan. But most small businesses to medium-sized businesses always have personal guarantees. But hey, if you can avoid them, you want to. So I'd always rather sign a non-recourse loan if I could. Um, uh, uh, unsecured loan is, is better. Um, and of course, credit cards are unsecured and things like that. Always rather have a business loan than a personal loan. That should be obvious too. And in addition to that, I would always rather sign a business loan without a personal guarantee. But if I have to sign it with a personal guarantee, I would rather have a business loan with a personal guarantee that does not name specific collateral, as in your house or other assets that they file a UCC1 collateral assignment on those assets. Because in bankruptcy, as an example, I can discharge it. But if they put a loan against your house, here's what you need to know. That's in your mind, in your words, that's a mortgage because all a mortgage ever is, is taking the loan that you owe on the home and it's a collateral assignment allowing the bank who gave you the home loan to collateralize its loan against the asset of which you are entitled. Well, guess what? When you sign a business loan that gets collateralized against your home, <laughs> not dischargeable in bankruptcy, that's your second or your third mortgage. So be aware of that. Be conscious of it. So when strategizing, always begin with the worst case scenario. I already talked about that a little bit, and I think that that's important. And that worst case scenario being bankruptcy. Then go to bankruptcy exemptions. What do you lose and what do you keep? I bet it would blow your mind to know that you can file bankruptcy. Hey, I owe you 300 grand. I can discharge your debt and I have an exemption. That means I can keep this and you can't take it away. And I still have it after bankruptcy on my home of up to $400,000 worth of equity. And if my home resides on rural land, I can exempt 
a million dollars, a million dollars. In addition, my qualified retirement accounts can be exempted up to $1.1 million. That's the first time it was ever challenged at, at that number. That's the lowest number. And guess what? They lost. They, the people won and got to keep their money, even though it was more than that. So you've got guarantees if you know how to position properly prior to this of $2 million. So I'll bet you you didn't realize that I could file bankruptcy and I could still have a net worth in excess of $2 million when it's over. No, I'm not broke. Sorry to say, how you doing? <laughs> so, you know, but people don't know this. They don't consider asset protection. They don't know anything about it. And they only worry about it after something's happened. So you got to be conscious of these things. Let's take another break. We'll be right back. Commercial real estate. If you're looking to lease, purchase, or sell commercial real estate, working with the right team is everything. Metro East Commercial Real Estate is the name to know. John and Ann Whitcomb, along with their team, have over 35 years experience. They have the knowledge and skill to represent and guide you every step of the way. Whether you're a seasoned professional real estate investor, a business owner, or possibly would just like to learn and gain knowledge to get involved in commercial real estate investing, Metro East Commercial Real Estate should be your first call. You can find them on the web by going to metroeastcre.com, that's M-E-T-R-O-E-A-S-T-C-R-E.com, or by calling them at 651-351-5005. Again, that number, 651-351-5005. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second-generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects, such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a timely manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a complete list of services we provide, please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612-423-3059. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. All right. So consider your protections are... Uh, number one, uh, bankruptcy exemptions. Remember, go to the worst case scenario and know what you lose or what you keep, but you have to be positioned in advance. You don't just get these exemptions. You have to be positioned. If you have no equity in your home, but your lake home is paid for free and clear, you're in trouble. That was a mistake. But most people don't know how to position. But that's the first line of defense. The next line of defense is your insurance liability. However, be aware that any misrepresentations, material misrepresentations on the application of that insurance policy will have the insurance company declining to cover your loss in the form of a lawsuit or liability. And make no mistake, insurance companies are smart. They're working just as hard while they're defending you to determine if there was any misrepresentations so that they can decline on the claim. So make sure you don't try to save a few bucks by saying something that's a little bit gray. Make sure you cover it. The next thing is the corporate corporation. Uh, consider the protections afforded a corporation, but then don't screw it up. Don't commingle funds. Uh, keep minutes 
Uh, whether in an, on an LLC, you don't need to, but I don't care when you go to a lawsuit, you have to have them. You should have them. Uh, make sure that you communicate as your position in the company. In all instances, stop texting any customers or clients. Stop it. Unless your text has its, has your tagline at the bottom, they can make a claim that you are an individual and they didn't know they were working with a corporation and know that when the lawsuits come and they sue you, more than 50% of the time, the attorney representing the individual suing you is able to overcome the protections afforded the, the corporation and pierce that corporate veil and come after you because of all of these mistakes and obviously there's many more. Additionally, you want to make sure that when you are in a compromised position, you do not preferentially uh, preferentially treat creditors because if you do, they can object to the discharge of debt. Moreover, you cannot enrich yourself while trying to while not paying creditors, you start funding your retirement account. Personal enrichment, all of these things will cause an objection to discharge and it'll be over. You need help? Call me. You know somebody who needs help now or will in the future or never wants to? Call me. Make sure. Maybe you'll never be in this position. Hope you enjoyed the show. Inside information, folks. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-611 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. Score North on AM 1500 KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. 94.5 KSTP FM St. Paul HD2 and on Score.